0: Experience. Well, yeah, experience is everywhere. Though. Experience is everywhere. Okay, so first we'll just have you introduce yourself and who you are, what you do.
1: My name is Brian Hill, and I'm the founder and CEO of Adovo. And we bring wireless networks and tablet technology into jails and prisons across America to make education, vocational training and treatment possible, as well as make communications uh, affordable and frictionless for those who are incarcerated.
0: Excellent. Well, we're so happy to have you with us today, Brian. So tell us uh, a little bit about when you hear the phrase experiences everywhere, what what does that mean to you?
1: You know, it's interesting when you Uh, When I saw that phrase, experience is everywhere, it's something that has always been an important sort of mantra or part of of my life. When I was growing up, I was in scouts and some other things. And and one of the key things that were taught both through through church and through scouts was this idea of learning, being everywhere and and learning through experience as opposed to just learning uh, in school. And I think a critical component, I think it is ever more important for those uh, who are incarcerated. And I think about that with our audience simply because significantly in America, we significantly limited the experiences that are possible in, in a real sense of those who are incarcerated. And yet, even in this sort of restricted environment, the ability to continue to learn with or without a classroom uh, through experience, through observation, is something that, that can never be taken away from us. And so I think when I think experience is everywhere, <clears throat> my mind immediately goes to just the fact that pure... And raw observation and engagement with the world around us and our body is something that can never be taken from us. It's the, the ultimate freedom that we have.
0: Awesome. And so I'm curious in hearing you talk. Is that part of the philosophy behind you starting Adovo, or or how does that factor into your choices to move forward in the way that you have to offer these experiences through the tablets?
1: The average person on the outside makes about thirty-five thousand decisions a day. The average person on the inside makes about six thousand decisions. And that that gap, that, again, that restriction of freedom and just optionality and choice decision making will not lead to a better outcome. Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> you know? you expect yeah. that person
1: to come out, make better choices. Then, then, you're missing something. And that's why to your question of what is behind the dole. But- philosophically, Adobo is about expanding and extending choice, optionality, and freedom within the confines of the correctional setting. Because we have to do that if we're going to get, if we're going to help people work on the one cognitive muscle that's really important and sort of develop the prefrontal cortex properly, mm-hmm. decision-making is critical. And so Adobo is about creating decisions. It's about creating an opportunity to make decisions and make choices each day, both good and bad. Um. And, and sort of incentivize and, and reward people for decisions that they want. It ultimately, we believe leads to better outcomes in the future. Wow. So experience is everywhere, but being able to process those experiences and making the choices that will positively impact our lives, we don't always have practice in doing that, or especially in our
0: correctional facilities. So, mm. Yeah, those numbers are really interesting. When you think about the difference between the 35,000 and the 6,000, you really are removing so many opportunities yes. for practicing that very essential skill, like you said. So. Right.
1: How many tablets are out there? How many people have the opportunity to access the content? For sure. So on, on, on any given day, we can see anywhere from twenty to 30,000 folks yeah, using the platform. And that's um, across, you know, all, all 50 states. That number, I say that number now, by tomorrow, that'll be larger. We're seeing, you know, rapid increases in that number as the technology has now become uh, sort of, is becoming more commonplace in the facilities um, and people are recognizing the impact it can have.
0: Excellent. So when you, I mean, in the context of all of this, when you think about speaking to the power of now, what would you have to say to that as discussing these opportunities? that we've been discussing in these ideas about practicing essential skills even when you might be limited in your choices of how you do that
1: as i thought about this idea that's the power of now um, this unique time in life is and should be different than any other Mm -hmm. for lots of reasons Mm -hmm. and because of that. You have to sort of optimize or do as, as, as much as you can with what you have now. And the things that you have in a, in a prison, when you're looking at a silver lining of a very tough and challenging situation, the thing that you do have now is an incredible amount of time, incredible limitation on distractions that the world otherwise would have. And therefore, the ability to sort of hone in and improve yourself, and obviously we hope that we can increase the number of tools that allow people to do that more effectively, but the, the opportunity to sort of focus on self and improve self, you have to take advantage of that. Like that is, that's the, that's the, it's one of the few silver linings that exist in this Mm -hmm. otherwise very challenging environment. That's why when we, when we talk, when I talk to the most successful people who have left prison, who left jail. Um, they recognized this that now was the time to focus. They recognized the silver lining and they, they said, I'm going to take advantage of the time now. Unquestionably, that's the theme that runs through everybody. And whether they found there was religious outlets or academic outlets or a combination of, of lots of different outlets, they came out stronger than they went in. And that's not an easy thing to do, but it is, it's sort of the must if we want better outcome. So the narrative and, the, and what I'm sharing are really just reflections of um, employees of ours who were formerly incarcerated, you know, 15 folks. Years, people who, and, and the many people who are both using our platform and that, that we have worked with uh, post-release, it's it's really their narrative, um, which was they found this was the time, um, now was the time to, to make those changes, and because of that, they've come out much stronger. Um, and I would say sort really of your comparative advantage, that you're in a, an environment where I wouldn't say the majority of people are, are really excited about making changes or ready mm-hmm. to make significant changes that are required. Um, and, and there's you know, mental health and substance abuse challenges and things like that to create that number. But you, if you, if you choose to, to make those, uh, if you make those choices now and, and focus on taking advantage of the time now, um, you will see that you are you rise above the rest very quickly, which allows you to progress even faster. And when I was growing up, my father taught in, in Folsom Prison in California, wow. um, and at night would share the experiences, the lessons, the stories of his students uh, when, when he was teaching, yes. and that definitely had a, an impression on me um, that made me realize just how incredibly challenging this space was. <laughs> um, what. I think was the reality that sort of ignited the the, the action on that ovo was when I was going to school working on this unique financing vehicle for Cook County, uh, Chicago's largest jail, trying to reduce the population of Cook County Jail through a social impact bond. Um, and in this process, we I walked into the jail and I saw very quickly that from uh, 15 to 20 years ago, when my father was teaching, nothing had really changed. Um, it was still very few people were getting access to programming TVs were still up, spending, occupying the vast majority of people's days. Yes. Uh, and and nothing had really changed. And we attempted to you know, to do some things. That financing vehicle did not work, and so I, you know, I was actually guilty of <laughs> shutting it down because it just was not going to be effective. Um, but in, in doing so, I realized, wait a second, if I just shut this down, it's easy for me to walk away. Um, and but I there there came that time where I realized. If I walk away from this, I don't know that anyone else is focused on this space. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I haven't seen change in 15 years, and I don't think there's going to be change in the next oh, yes. five percent if I, if I walk. And this There's a moment where you just realize, your know, history, I believe, just based on the way we treat the, the, the poorest and the weakest among us. Um, then, and I think um, if we're not trying to solve some of the more challenging problems in the world, but, um, I feel like we, we need to start focusing on that, um, because otherwise... We start, you know, we just end up straightening deck chairs on the Titanic.
0: Right, um, yes.
1: And so, I, so for me, it was a moment where um, I was in school. Uh, I had an opportunity to actually drop out of school and get a double going. And that was the moment where I realized, if I don't do this now, I don't think anyone will do it. And, and here we are six years later. Um, and there's not, a whole lot, there's not a whole lot of action right. in the space. of was enough. <laughs>
0: That's fantastic. I keep, you know, one of the other um, speakers that we have, uh, another podcast topic is the power of persistence. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, you just hit on that topic, too. In, in anything that you're doing, whatever experience, uh, when you when you see something and yes. you want to provide, you know, um, some problem solving around that or you want to provide something that's different than what already exists or create something, there is just this element of persistence that gets us from point A to point B. and there's all always going to be challenges in that process, right? Which you described. So I just think it's interesting that that, like that in everybody that we've talked to, that piece kind of keeps coming up in terms of uh, moving ahead in your life and using the experiences you have to really learn about who you are and, and how you move forward from the place that you're at. So it's cool.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where you guys take it. And I I think there are in this in this space particularly there are, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> There's lots of flight space. Yeah, absolutely. So, don't yeah. don't stop.
0: Yeah. Well, we won't. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna keep rocking it, man.
1: We're right there with you. Brian. <laughs> yeah. You we- bet. No, thanks. Thanks for bring us I appreciate the opportunity.
0: Thanks, have a great Thank
1: day. You. Thank you. Talk to you too.
0: Okay, thanks. Thank you, Bye-bye.
1: Right, bye bye. Bye.